Welcome to the Agile Confessional, a podcast that shares fun confessions from people who've spent a large part of their career working in the Agile world. Hear the mistakes they've made along the way so you can avoid falling into the same traps in the future. I'm your host, Giles Lindsay, CEO of Agile Delta Consulting. I'm the coach who absolves my guests of the sins made in the Agile world. It's time to listen in on the latest installment. Welcome to episode six of the Agile Confessional. Today's guest is Ben Linders. Hi, Ben. Hi, Giles. Thanks for having me here today. Ben is an independent consultant in Agile, Lean, Quality, and Continuous Improvement, author of Getting Value Out of Agile Retrospectives, What Drives Quality, The Agile Self-Assessment Game, Problem, What Problem, and Continuous Improvement, creator of many Agile coaching tools, for example, The Agile Self-Assessment Game. Ben is a well-known speaker and author. He's much respected for sharing his experiences and helping others share theirs. Ben, shall we begin? Yes, please, Coach. Forgive me, Coach, for I have sinned. And what Agile sins would you like to confess? The sin I'd like to confess is that I project manage my project team using a command and control way, telling people what to do and how to do their work, knowing, however, that there are better ways to do this. And I started this on my first project because I thought, okay, they're expecting for me to manage my team, to manage the people, to tell them what to do. So I just decided, okay, let's make a plan. Everybody makes plans. Let's tell my people what to do. Let's tell them how to do their work. Let's spell it out and we're going to get this finished when we get this over. They actually told me that the project should probably be finished in a month. It's been running for a year and they assigned me as a new project manager. And they thought they would need another month to finish it. So I thought, okay, I can make a plan for that. Tell people what to do, start working on that, get it over with. That's how it all started. So what did you learn from this? Well, what I learned quite quickly was that there was some struggle in the team. And luckily, my team members came in, I think it was the second day or third day, and said, Ben, we need to talk with you because we have a problem. You're a nice guy. We've known you for a long period and we've worked with you previously in teams and always working well. But the way that you are managing us doesn't feel well. You're telling us what to do. You've spelled out all the work that we need to do. But you also told us that you hate mathematics and we're actually trying to solve a mathematical problem. You're based on science. We both graduated on mathematics, so we know a lot about this stuff in here. And here are you telling us how to do our work. Well, actually, we think that just trust us. Just assume that we can do a good job in there. Give us space and tell us how to do in there. And that actually made sense for me. So I said, well, okay, let's give it a try. And I'm just going to trust you to, to come up with a good solution in there. And what I actually learned from this is that it actually gave space for me to focus on some other stuff. Because I wasn't managing people from day to day. I wasn't telling them what to do. That all worked out well. So I actually started looking at the project and I started looking at the customer and I thought about, okay, this is a project that has been running for a year. It hasn't delivered anything. I'm actually surprised that the customer is still there. So would there be a way that we can actually deliver something in a couple of weeks from now? Just a first start to show to our customer and to keep them on board because my main worry right now was not the people in my team. They were doing fine. My main worry was losing my customer. So 
I thought about, okay, can we break it down into parts? And I actually discussed this with the team, and they said, yeah, we can make a first part of the algorithm. We wouldn't have all the fancy graphical stuff, but we can show how it works out, and we could actually give it to our customer, and then we can get some feedback on that. Okay, sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. And we did that, and we showed it to the customer, and he came back the next day and tried out the stuff. I said, well, a lot of stuff is working in there. There's one part where it failed, and I think what's the reason for that? So you might want to try it out. We actually changed, and I changed from managing a team in the command and control way to being focused on delivering value to my customers. That's the thing that I learned in there. That was actually great learning in there. We built on that together with the team to really deliver something to our customer. And we managed to finish the project, not in a month, but it wasn't possible. But we finished it, and we delivered a good solution in there. And... What advice would you give to others? Well, I think the first advice would be uh, listen to the people in your team. When they dare to come back to you as a team leader or a project leader, and dare to give you some feedback, and they already took a big hurdle in there, right? Like telling you that something is wrong in there. So listen to your people and try to find a solution for them. Because the least I would say they may be right, but they probably are right. If they come back with stuff like that. So listen to the people in there. And trust your people in your team for willing to do a good job in there. I think that's a key thing that I would advise to any team leader, any project manager out there. Brilliant. And Ben, would you like to share any other sins today? Well, there's a sin which is actually related to this. But there's one thing that I didn't tell you about this. We started working in increments, living stuff every couple of weeks to our customer. We actually had a team of two locations at that time. Well, part of the team was working on the other side of the country. We actually did some improvement sessions in there. This was my first project in 1989. And looking back later and seeing all the stuff appearing in 2000, 2001, things from Elster Coburn and the Agile Manifesto, it was like, heck, this is what I've been doing already for 10 years. And now it has a name. Now people are calling it Agile. And the thing that I would like to say here is that I never shared my story on how we did this project. I never shared how we worked together with the team. I never shared how we managed to deliver stuff every two or three weeks to our customer, how we got feedback. By the way, delivering was delivering on the floppy disk. It was 1989. We couldn't just make it available via the internet. We gave a floppy disk and we got a telephone call, but we did it that way. And we never shared our story, what we were doing in there. Finding out 10 years later that there were actually a lot of software teams out there struggling on actually delivering something on chunking work up into smaller parts. And we resolved that problem 10 years ago. But And it was kind of obvious thing for me to do. Like, yeah, of course, this is normal. But it wasn't normal. And I never told the world. And what did you learn from that? Well, I learned and I'm actually still having difficulty to accept something like that. Small things that you do, small things that may work for you and what you think are normal, obvious, the right thing to do, might be inspirational for somebody else, might be things that other people might say, hey, yeah, I, I never thought about that. Or would that really work? Can you share how you did that? Because I didn't think that was possible, actually. And it is. So I learned that... Even those small things where you think, well, this is not this thing to do, might be inspirational. You shouldn't keep them to yourself. Brilliant. And what advice would you then give to others? 
My advice to others would be not just share stuff that fails or things that went wrong, but also share things that are going right. Also share stuff that's working out, even if you think like, yeah, but everybody's probably doing it. But people aren't doing that. When I was doing this first project, people out there were still doing waterfall projects. They just made a plan for nine months and then they delivered. And probably not, and they delivered the wrong stuff. So it wasn't obvious, even how obvious it is for me. So even if you think that it's not something special, share it. Share how you're doing stuff in there. Share the inspiration. Share your successes. Share things that are going well instead of just trying to learn from failure. Trying to learn from things that's working out for you. Brilliant. Ben, thank you very much for being here today. Are you ready for your absolution and penance? I am. Well, Ben, you'll be very happy to hear that I absolve you of your agile sins. And Ben, your penance will be to share something that's currently working out for you today in a blog post that may not necessarily be that special for you, but may be a great piece of thought leadership for the readers, as you mentioned earlier. Thanks, Ben, for being here today. Thank you, Joe, for having me. 